0: I'm Gemma Caneco, this is Ben Cosman, and it's time for Cannonballs, the podcast where we dive into the literary canon, only with a little bit less grace than an actual dive. Mm. It's 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 a cannonball! It's like like a cannonball. (laughs) Thanks, Ben. It's October, it's the spookiest month of the year, so we're going to spend the next two episodes on one of the most formative spooky books of all time, Dracula, by Bram Stoker. And of course, joining us on our vampire hunt is Michael Clare. Baseball writer at MLB.com's Cut for, which is also something that I do and mm. Ben used to do, but most importantly, a connoisseur of all things spooky and monstrous and delightful. Hi, Claire.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: We are so excited to have you because uh, what did you do this summer? what What was your what was your literary project this summer?
1: So my goal was to read as many Stephen King books as possible, because I I had never read him because I was one of those terrible people that I also, I blame my creative writing teachers. Literally, first creative writing class I ever had freshman year, person asked about genre and like authors like Stephen King, and she responded, I don't have enough time in my life to read that trash. So I assumed (laughs) there was nothing redeeming in this, and then I finally, I picked up It and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, it's scary and cool and it's good. And I read, I think, 14, 13 or 14 Stephen King books this summer and it was uh, the best time of my life and I <laughs> honestly can't wait till next summer to do it again.
0: But Claire is a horror aficionado, he loves horror films, he loves horror books, as we can tell, um, wants to talk talk about it every second of the day.
2: <laughs> well,
1: it is, is the greatest book ever. Uh, but somehow... And, and...
0: you have never read
1: dracula no no well the the thing is for for i've always loved scary things every time i go to a new city i go on their ghost tour and then i go home and i cry a little bit (laughs) because ghosts most likely aren't real and i didn't experience anything uh but until i was about like 21 or 22 i couldn't handle horror like i'd maybe watch like a season of x-files in october and then spend all of november and december like waking up in the middle of the night thinking aliens were coming for me. <laughs> so I'm I'm really not good with horror. I'm a very sensitive, sensitive soul. Uh, but now that I have a wife next to me every night, <laughs> I, I can then be like, oh, the ghost will get her. I can, you know, spook out all I want.
0: <laughs> what an inversion of the things that happen in this book. You are too sensitive right, and yeah. might die of a giant shock, and she's yeah. going to have to save you. Uh, exactly. Ben, you've also never read Dracula. Any particular reason why?
2: uh i also don't like horror mm-hmm. uh, i'm also easily frightened um and i i mean as the theme of this podcast is i didn't read a lot of classics <laughs> until now uh so i always just skip dracula um i mean there's so many like dracula is just a thing in mm-hmm. the cultural ephemera now that i was like i know who dracula is i'm good i i get it <laughs>
0: So, yeah. like, the opposite of Claire is, like, I used to be really into horror when I was little. When wow. I was really young, I loved it. I loved all the, like, scary stories to keep you up at night books right, yeah. and true horror books. I just would eat it up, and I loved classic horror films. So I read Dracula when I was in sixth grade, but have since forgot most of it. Uh, but I read it in sixth grade under the desk while my English teacher was reading us Um that that book that's not, uh, it's not, it's not where the Redford grows. It's the other one that he wrote about like a guy, a, like a child in Appalachia and <laughs> monkeys. I think it's, it's like My Summer of the Monkeys. My Summer of the Monkeys. Wow. So while she was reading that to us, I was reading Dracula under my desk and I got in trouble and she took it away
1: from me. Um. That's the most baller nerd story <laughs> I've ever heard. Like teachers reading us something that like they're reading to us, but I don't think it's enough. I'm going to go with a deep cut classic. Like I love that.
0: Well, Summer at My Summer Monkeys is about like an Appalachian boy who finds some monkeys and it was really boring and I didn't care about it. <laughs> so you, you say instead,
2: you I'm gonna go read this book about the living undead. Yes,
0: I mean, yes, why Fair, not? You know? So that's that's all of our experience with Dracula. It's time for our scouting report on this book. In case you have never read Dracula, or if you have, you can correct us on how you feel about it. Um, Scouting Reports, since we are all baseball people, I don't need to explain it to you, but I will explain it to anyone who's listening and doesn't care about scouting reports. Um, We are going to rank different categories of this book on a 20 to 80 scale. 80 being the highest, 20 being the lowest. Um, You've heard this before. Let's start with classicness. Mm -hmm. So uh, I give this book an 80. I really do. Because like you said, everybody knows who Dracula is. Yeah. And this is the book that made that a thing.
2: I'd agree. Now, here's what I wasn't wondering. Um, And it's sort of the book sort of answers my question. But were vampires a thing before Dracula? the drag like i don't because i don't know i should have looked this up i don't do any research before this podcast <laughs> as you can probably tell uh but so like dracula is a thing because of dracula mm-hmm. but are vampires
0: yeah 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 okay. so i have this book the essential dracula yeah. which is huge it also looks like it belongs it, it like this is salt and hot topic to kids with entrapment pants and, and like spice chokers uh and it has so many footnotes in it like so many footnotes um this is someone who is obsessed over this this novel forever but it does detail other vampire mythologies from from other
1: Okay past, so the first one is like 300,000 years ago where they found in some like burial ground um you know some um, some like prehistoric almost almost neanderthal like i don't know enough about like human history to be like this is what they were called back then (laughs) but they dug up the bodies and they were all painted red because they believed that they were going to come back and like devour the living there if you're ever in in paris uh on the outskirts of the town there's a wonderful man by the name of jacques Sergent. uh he is a vampire scholar from canada and uh, he, he's like devoted his life to giving two hour lectures in his house that he calls a museum about the vampire mythos and basically how it is the Catholic Church that turned the vampire into like an evil thing. And and basically like the bite is a kiss because before we actually kissed as humans, we actually did love bites because we were closer to like animals. It's all very cool. Uh, so if you want to know all about that, go to Paris and hang out with Jacques Sergent.
2: All right. Uh, Recommended.
0: fascinating and strange.
2: Uh, speaking of hot topic, though, I wanted to say, uh, one of my favorite Dracula stories is my mother, who is a former bookseller at Barnes & Noble. Mm-hmm. Uh, back when Twilight was really big, she would get all those, all these teens and all these goth teens mm-hmm. want vampire stories, and she would try every single one where she would recommend Dracula, and they would all look at it and like read a first page and think, no. And but, my mom would be like, come on, you stupid teens.
0: Come on, you teens. This book is actually kind of sexy. Like It is, yeah. Probably Well, it, like,
2: about the, yes. the kissing thing, is like, isn't, I mean, there's a lot of Victorian sexuality yeah. things going on in this book.
0: Yes, there definitely are. So, okay, so we can all agree this is pretty classic. Yes. Uh, so our next, our next category is accessibility, which I put at an 80, but I think that maybe you will both disagree with me, because I find this, I found this so much more readable than Turn of the Screw, which we read last time. Um, but I think it's just kind of an easy story to follow, so that's why I put it up there. But maybe the teens, the Twilight teens, and you will both disagree with me.
2: Uh, I would put it at, yeah, 70, 75. Um, I agree. I think the fact that it's in uh, broken up frequently in terms of journal entries and uh, letters is really helps sort of the, narr- the narrative move along. Uh, I-, I will say I'm enjoying it a lot because it is not as um, unreadable or not as dense or sort of old, you know, um, how a lot of Victorian novels are written. Um, it Yeah, it reads smoother than I thought it would.
1: I'm going to agree with Ben. I'm going to give it a 70. Uh, I think it's a a little dense, especially the uh, Van Helsing penned parts where he just can't seem to finish a sentence. But what is really nice about the the letters is it's like, I've read for 15 pages. I don't really want to read this 20-page newspaper clipping story that's next. Like It's a good breaking point, which I think is like a a, a great way to be like, I'm going to read a classic, but I don't need to like dive in for two hours every time i sit down to read it
2: yeah
0: i get that yeah i think it is a a pretty accessible piece of of classic literature uh so our our next category is pop culture influence which again this this book i'm this is like my five tool classic novel here because this is a an 80 for me as well i feel like you know who dracula is without you don't even have to encounter this book ever in your life to know the
2: entire story of dracula yeah i agree it's dracula's dracula it
1: it blows my mind that it just it just every every time I think about something like like Dracula, you know, cuz this is relatively new. What is it? Like 120 130 years old at this point. Um mm-hmm. it, it's the fact that like it, it seems like human existence can exist without the Dracula character, but there <laughs> like very recently there was no Dracula that people went around talking
2: about. Abraham Lincoln never knew Dracula. That's wow. so weird. What a shame.
0: Worst president because of thing. that. Yeah. <laughs> and every president before him who didn't know, Well George
1: Washington did. He got an advanced copy because he founded America, so
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, that's how that works. They just I send mean, you all the books from the future.
2: But also based on the Dracula mythos of this book, Dracula was probably around before America. Oh yeah. The founding fathers were in Europe a bunch. Maybe they encountered <laughs> Dracula. Who knows?
0: Yeah. I mean I'm sure, well, we can discuss where he has been in his travels later. <laughs> um yeah, this is just, there are hundreds of thousands of adaptations of this, video games, films, other novels, TV shows, characters, serials, songs, just Truthfully, everything. Count just Dracula everywhere,
2: exists yes. because of Dracula. <laughs>
0: Which is why it's so funny in this book when at the beginning they're getting letters and they're just like, oh, it's from Count Dracula, he seems fine, but we're like, no, he's literally Count he Dracula. Not Count Dracula is synonymous with <laughs> creepy evil man, like we all know that, but he doesn't. Um, which is which is really interesting to think of a time before this everyone knew how this story ended. Uh, finally, our last category specifically for this book is spookiness. I feel like I'm going to give this like a 60. Because it is definitely spooky, but I think because of the pop culture influence that it's had and the fact that we all sort of already know like, I'm not surprised that this guy who lives alone in a crumbling <laughs> castle is gonna kill you and drink your blood and is eternally young. Like I already knew, so it kind of takes it away a little. Yeah,
2: bit. it's hard to judge yeah. now. I do want to read. So in my edition, I have the Penguin Classics edition, and in the introduction opens with uh, a review written by Bram Stoker's mother, which is interesting. <laughs> But I just, I love this quote that she says. She writes uh, She writes uh, that no book since Ma- Mrs. Shelley's Frankenstein, or indeed any other at all, has come near yours in originality or terror. Poe is nowhere. <laughs> and its terrible excitement, it should make a widespread reputation and much money for you. Uh, so I do think that because Dracula is so familiar now, it sort of removes the spookiness because you can see everything coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. But as Bram Stoker's mother says, this... At the time, this may have put Edgar Allan Poe to shame.
1: (laughs) I'm going to disagree with you guys. I'm giving this an 80 on spookiness. Like, yes, this hits all the things we now know about because it's Dracula. And like, oh, he lives in an old castle. And oh, there's these weird boxes covered in dirt in the basement. But it is such a perfect, like, cozy, like, Halloween book where you're going to read about old castles and wolves in the night. Just and like a pirate ship filled with corpses and terror dogs. It's just, it fits all those nice, you know, in terms of like, oh, am I scared reading this? Probably not. But in terms of like, ooh, there's just like a spooky atmosphere that I just want to like curl up with my pumpkin spice latte and read this in October. I think it hits that so perfectly and gives me that feeling I want. Because it's not terror I necessarily want when I read a horror book. It's like, I want to feel like a spooky spider's web cocoon, and this is giving it to me.
0: Oh, that's that's yeah. a really good way to talk about it. Uh, it this is, book is yeah.
2: Halloween. Yes, everything I like about Halloween is in this yeah. book. So yeah, I the, agree.
0: Somehow we are all we're in New York. Uh, Michael Clare is in Los Angeles, and we're probably all sitting around in the eighty degree weather today. That's true. It's yeah. really warm. It, it's Trash. <laughs> it's uh,
1: it's going to be a hundred on Tuesday. I'm going to kill myself. Go Dodgers! Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, go Dodgers.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's that's how we felt about the book coming in. Now we actually read it. Um, we read the first half. We read the first half. So yeah. this is the, the episode about the first half. Um, one thing I will say is if you have read it, you will know that this book is arranged uh, in sort of an epistolary form, which is mostly told through letters and journal entries and newspaper articles and telegrams. So there is no direct narration. It's it's kind of cobbled together sort of story. So the beginning of the book is Jonathan Harker our one of our heroes, real is-
2: estate agent, Real estate solicitor? 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 Recently promoted solicitor? Recently,
0: he passed, like, the LSAT or, like, the bar.
2: The, yeah, the real estate He, he passed some kind test. of
0: test, and now he's a solicitor, whose job seems to be performing ver- various duties for the chief solicitor or barrister. Mm-hmm. Unclear. Anyway, he is keeping a journal, and that is what the first In Baptist shorthand. Mentioned. Yes, in shorthand. Kudos. Yeah, I mean, good for him.
2: We don't uh, have to read it in shorthand,
0: thankfully. Thank God. Can you imagine? It'd be like House of Leaves. Like, yeah. you'd have to flip back to the appendix and try to decode everything. Uh, this one
2: is, oh, that is uh, blood? Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really familiar with that yeah. one. So he's going there to uh, meet this man, Count Dracula, the no- local nobility, as far as he knows who is trying to buy a house in London. And he bought this guy a house, and now he's going to go there to talk to him about property ownership, Yeah, I guess. London
2: rules, I don't yes. know. Yeah. He's got to <laughs> seal the deal.
0: So that's that's well, it happens in some way or another. so that's that's the beginning. it's the journal um he what's the atmosphere like what do you what did you think of the beginning of this book just in terms of how it made you feel? Uh,
2: I love the beginning of this book, but it is sort of absurd. Uh, I <laughs> thought of the beginning where so he's in he's in Transylvania or the village that is a few miles away from Castle Dracula because mm-hmm. Dracula named his castle after himself as anyone with a castle should um. <laughs> and all he doesn't harker doesn't really speak the language he has some german he says that yeah he like gets by on um but all of these all of these townspeople everyone he encounters that he tells them he's going to castle dracula they start screaming at him not to go <laughs> and, and they start screaming about i have a quote that i really love um it's on it's in one of the first entries um it's so do, funny. Do, do, do. They like
0: try to give him rosaries, and they yeah. make a sign of the evil eye. He goes outside, and they're like, the entire town has heard, and they're all like standing outside, like, "No, don't <laughs> go to the castle."
2: Yeah. So he overhears all these. Uh, all th- this crowd gathers around him as he's getting ready to take the carriage up to the castle, and he hears all these people um, saying all these words. And he takes out his polyglot dictionary, as he calls it, and he's looking them up. And he says, "I must say, they were not cheering to me, for amongst them were Ordog, meaning Satan, <laughs> Pokol, <meaning cow>, hell." <laughs> witch and uh uh var var varlock varlock and uh varlock varslack i can't pronounce any of these words i don't know if they're real or not Uh, no 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 i mean there's v's (laughs) but uh but he says both of which mean the same thing uh for something that is either werewolf or vampire so this is where i think vampires exist before this but so hears he overhears these crowds like shouting at him and like telling him about hell and Satan and mm-hmm. werewolves, and he's like, "Well, gotta finish this business deal." My favorite <laughs> thing is he's like, "So interesting, all these
0: superstitions." I will ask my friend Ka- Count Dracula about them. Like, he'll probably know about this.
2: <laughs> <system>. <laughs> all these people who are telling me not to go visit, he'll know all about these things. Yeah, it's and so he's not I mean, Harker is not wrong.
0: Yeah, at the beginning, he is very, very much like the classic white person in a horror film, when yeah. everyone's like, "No," and they're like, "Ha ha ha ha, it's all fine, it'll yeah, totally be fine, it's
1: really cool." Well, I mean, it's uh, the- it's the importance of getting business done, okay? You can, if, if every time one of us wanted to go to Target and pick up the Mizrahi jeans or whatever, and we listened to the crazy person down the street, like, screaming about the end of the world, we would never get those jeans. Commerce Claire, comes first.
0: Claire, what if it was, like like, at least 60 crazy people on the street being like, don't get
2: the jeans. Literally everyone you tell you are going to this castle (laughs) screams at you not to go. They're all like,
0: "Eh." no, the jeans are haunted, don't get the jeans. You don't understand what someone's saying, but you're, like, picking up the jeans and they start yelling words and you can only pick up, like, blood and castration. Are you still gonna get the jeans?
1: Well, (laughs) Me? No, probably not. Because I'm a scared man and I've read and watched a lot of horror movies and I'm like, you idiot, listen to them! Why aren't you listening to them? However, I'm sure there was also, like, I don't know, like, fun, you know? You're all alone, you're traveling to Transylvania. Oh, I'm sure they just, like, joke with all the, like, London people saying, like, oh, it's the devil, oh no! Like, a man who's got wolves by his side has just come to pick you up from your carriage. It's like... They really went all out to try and scare me. Good job, guys. Like, it's par-
0: so he thinks he's on Pucked, is what you're saying.
1: It's the tourism industry of Transylvania, so... Uh,
0: I find this... So, well, let's talk about that carriage ride, because if we're talking about atmosphere, we already know, Stoker is telling us, like, a bunch of terrible things are about to happen, and then we go on this nightmarish carriage <laughs> ride that he goes on the regular, like, public transportation carriage ride yeah. with all the people... And they all have this like silent conspiracy so that he'll miss Dracula's coachman. So they'll get him to the next town. He'll have to stay there. So he'll, but Dracula defeats this prospect. And I really like this because the coachman, Dracula's coachman, I'm doing scare quotes, but the the coach driver (laughs) shows up and all the, and all the people in the public transit say for the dead travel fast. (laughs) They all know, like they just all know that there's this undead monster just dicking around in the woods and they're like, I guess we can't stop him. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he care. Uh, but the co- the coach ride itself is very creepy. Yeah. Um. It seems like he says he feels like he's going around in circles. I thought this was one of the creepiest parts of the first half of the book is when he's in the coach and he doesn't know if he's awake or dreaming. Um. And he keeps seeing like the coachman is chasing blue fire around. Yeah. But and all the wolves
2: are uh, howling, get,
0: howling and getting closer. But somehow the coachman also has the power to scare away the wolves. And they keep going in circles for a while they just go over the same part of land over and over and over um and and he starts he kind of wants to get out but he knows he can't i found it very terrifying actually
2: it was certainly ominous and uh and yet harker seems i mean he's confused and a little worried at the moment but once he gets to castle dracula he's like oh thank god i'm here Yeah. Hmm. All right. I
1: thought that part was really effective because it felt so true to life. Like any of us have surely left a bar and called an Uber and not been in the best mental state. And then at some point, like half fallen asleep and then been like, wait, where am I? Uh, This Uber is definitely not taking me home. And then you're like, oh, thank God I'm not home, but I at least like recognize where I am again. Uh, so it was just, like, I felt, I, you know, I got to, and obviously you guys have been on Uber rides, you know, they take you to, like, the backside of Brooklyn, and it's like, oh, there's the wolves, there's the blue flames, so I'm sure, like, you guys really connected
2: to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely the wolves scratching at the glass of the lift. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely, definitely a thing. Uh, so he gets to the castle. I, 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 this entire section, I think the entire beginning, it doesn't even really matter what happens, it's just all about lots of creepy, different things. Mm-hmm. Um except for the part where he just goes through Dracula's library and he's like, what a cultured man. He has all these <laughs> railway time <teams."> I mean,
2: <laughs> It was the late 1800s. Like that was the big thing.
0: <laughs> I get that Dracula wants to like pursue his villainy in London really efficiently. I guess he's like, I should just be really like prepared for which trains I'm going to take but I don't understand why he has to take a train because he can turn into a bat, whatever.
1: Anyway. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I I was just like, yeah, that guy likes to buy a lot of different books. I get it. Like, I have a book on my shelf that's like a guide to the non-league teams in England. And it's like, I'm not going to use it, but I want to have it. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. He's just got train times, (laughs) old train times, too.
0: what did you think of Dracula at the beginning as a character
1: that he had he was him having a mustache threw me off that's that's the one <laughs> I could never picture him Why? with a
2: mustache yeah because none of the none of the classical uh film or visual interpretations of Dracula really give him a mustache right no not really um I mean he was a honestly in the beginning before he starts crawling on walls like a lizard <laughs> uh, he was a gracious host. <laughs> He, he was really welcoming, he had all this food, he didn't eat, because, you know, he doesn't eat, <laughs> right. except for human flesh. Uh, <laughs> but he was really welcoming, he set uh, Harker up in this nice room. Um, I, you know, I thought Dracula was kind of charming in the beginning, which I guess is his deal. Yeah, I for me I was surprised how quickly
0: he became less charming. I did not expect Harker to catch on so fast that something oh, was I weird. Oh, see, I think
2: it took Harker too long <laughs> to catch on. <laughs> uh but also my favorite my favorite uh, thing about Dracula in the beginning is that he tells Harker he wants to learn a British accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty Everybody who does not have a British accent wants to do. So I found that endearing. I mean, he
0: has, like, you have to think of him having, like, a thick Eastern European accent, right?
2: Uh, But he wants to learn a British accent. And I like when he tells
0: Harker the story about all the various, like, wars and battles of of Eastern European ethnicities and, like, fighting the Hungarians (laughs) and whatever. And he tells it as, as, like, he was there for all of it. And he has a very strong (laughs) opinion about a certain ruler's brother who was a total pussy. (laughs) Like, I wonder whose brother that was, Dracula. (laughs) And that, it, it, it. Did kind of take Harker a long time from that story to think, wait, has he been around forever? i think you're right he does he does put forth this this charm and this quality which is interesting because he's like this obviously like very upper class man who pretends to be his own servant which is weird which
2: is weird and harker does point out that he has terrible breath yeah which i found is a fun (laughs) fact a good (laughs) illustrative detail the
1: the one thing all the vampire films it bums me out because i i never realized this the the pretending to be his own servant is my favorite because the fact that Harker, it's either very dark or Harker is very dumb or he's wearing a series of disguises because he's driven in and he doesn't recognize it's the same person. Like I want to see a Dracula film where we see like Dracula, like setting up the table and like Harker comes and I like, Oh, uh the servant was uh, just here. Well, he like rips off his like fake glasses
0: yeah, I liked it. Well, because the coach driver had a beard, and Dracula has a mustache. So it's right. like he was just wearing a fake <laughs> beard. Because <laughs> there's nowhere to... He has a lot of powers, but he is not a human shapeshifter, as far as we know. Only yeah, animals, so. yeah. So, so far, he can turn into animals, and like. But also, it seems like everyone in the universe of this book is extremely easy to fool. Visually, yes. Very.
2: Everyone is very credible.
0: Yes. Well, because credulous. later, yeah, credulous. Later, later in the book. Uh, he makes Harker write these letters that that he has to like pre-write that says, oh, I'm leaving, I'm going to be here around this time, oh, I'm in this other city. He's like, oh, this is all a lie. He's like, oh, the post is bad, so we're just touching our bets here, but really it's so that he has an alibi and it doesn't seem like Dracula killed him and he has all these letters. But he steals Har- Dracula steals Harker's clothes and goes into the town to mail the letters, assuming that he will be like, oh, I recognize the suit of a guy I saw a month ago that's probably him. Yeah, this seems fine. <laughs>
2: like I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone's
0: really credulous. Dracula right. clearly <laughs>
2: knows what he's doing. He's done this before,
0: yeah, he has done it a lot. he has so he has three uh lady friends that live yeah. in a castle with him.
2: uh, can we talk about the as so it gets in, uh increasingly clear to Harker that he is in some trouble, yes, but I want to talk about all the creepy things that Dracula says before <laughs> Harker really catches <laughs> up. Because he, tells, he tells Harker, uh, go anywhere in the castle you want, except for the locked doors, quote, where, of course, you will not wish to go. And Harker's like, yeah, he's right. Fair, yeah. I'm not going to go roaming around your castle. Okay, count. Uh, and then he says, don't fall asleep in another part of the castle, or you will regret it. It's like Also fair, I guess, but weird thing to warn me about. And Harker's still just sort of, okay, he's got some weird house rules. Well, I can, I can he deal. Likes,
0: but he, it really does take him kind of like, spitefully falling asleep in a different part of the castle to understand that he's in some deep shit yeah it takes him falling asleep on a couch in like the women's wing of the castle which what the what the hell is that he, he's like imagining this, woman, this i wrote this down because he's imagining some woman of old writing an ill-spelt love letter i'm like why do you think women can't spell you weirdo <laughs> your fiance is writing back to you a let well she should be in shorthand like they women are smart you're the worst anyway
2: Uh, Parker, not the brightest bulb in this book.
0: (laughs) But he falls asleep, and then he meets the... And he thinks he might be dreaming, but he meets the three sexy vampire ladies. And uh, he's kind of like, oh, man, this is hot. I'm kind of into it. But I'm also really terrified at the same time, which I guess is... The central theme of this book, in a lot of ways, one of them is about to bite him, and there's this long passage about her lips over his neck and yeah. her, her, her teeth touching him, and he's so excited but also mortified. Very Victorian. Yeah, it's a it's yes. a
2: very Victorian sex scene that ends with you know Dracula showing up and throwing people out of the room.
0: Yeah, and then giving and giving the, and giving the three sexy
2: vampires ladies a baby to eat.
0: Yeah, so. true, a baby in a bag.
1: <laughs> so why are they like that? that was so weird to me. It's like, they're not allowed to go out and hunt only Dracula is like, I don't that
2: typical vampire
1: sex. <laughs> like that was yes, definitely. if you're an immortal being that lives on blood. <laughs> I mean, I get this is why it's, it's kind of hard to know current vampire fiction. I'm like, go back then. Cause it's like, where has the mythology built from? Cause it's like in some schools it's, the king vampire which would be dracula is basically like in charge of every vampire below him so is it like is that the case and that's why they listen to him or is this just bram stoker's like women are going to stay in the house okay guys like they're not going out killing he'll bring it home so that's where it's like i don't know
2: i don't know what to do with the information i have
0: it's probably kind of a mix of both i would imagine
2: yeah this is the most confusing Part of the first section to me, because also it seems like the three ladies can't really go in other parts of the castle, because I'm assuming that's why he tells Harker not to fall asleep anywhere else, Mm because if he does, then the three ladies will get him. Yeah. Um. But they also, right before Harker tries to escape at the end, they show up outside his door, and Dracula has to say something like, "Wait till like not yet. Wait till tomorrow, and then you can (laughs) head." Yeah. Um. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if they're gonna come back. I'm hoping they come back because I just want to know more. Like I want to know what the deal is with. Dracula's sort of, like, castle? I don't know.
0: Yeah. What, how many other
2: one, How many other vampires are there?
0: Because it seems like he's been around for a really long time. And uh, so we'll kind of get to the end of this section a little bit as some gypsies show up at the castle. Mm-hmm. And unclear to me why, when everyone in this area seems to know that Dracula is a vampire, why they would help him be do more vampire things. I, I mean, know. they're like a
2: moving company, right? Uh, so they just show up and... And they're like, oh, we got to move some of these uh, wooden boxes <laughs> for Dracula that are really heavy, but we're just gonna take them out. And they see Harker yelling and like screaming at them to save him, and they just point him and like sort of laugh at him.
0: And then they tell Dracula, like, hey, this dumbass tried to get us to mail some letters for him, but you know, <laughs> oh yeah, they give yeah. the they give back Dracula the letters. Yes, and one of them is in shorthand, which Dracula does not understand, and he burns it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of starts to get into the end, and Harker decides he has to escape because the three vampire ladies are gonna eat him. So he sneaks into Dracula's room, and he one just finds a bunch of old gold that Dracula has been stockpiling for like 300 years, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna take some in case." Like, okay, you're just like stealing Dracula's money. Like, all right, but terrible, huh? yeah. Uh, but then he he tries all these different ways to escape. Dracula tricks him with the wolves outside, and then the section ends, mm-hmm. and we he just the book his diary ends. It's like. If Mina if you should find this then you'll know what happened at of diary.
2: And he's seen he's seen Dracula transported in one of the yes, boxes by the He hit Dracula
0: with a shovel while he was sleeping in his his box.
2: Right right, but then yeah. Right. And so yeah. but Dracula stays in the box and Dracula is being yeah. transported out of his castle.
0: Yes. So we yeah. now know that something may something may have happened to Harker we don't know and Dracula's on his way. I
1: thought him, so really I to thought go. Harker tried to kill himself. I thought he fl- flung himself did i totally make that up i thought he like threw himself out of the window and he's like i can't escape but i'd rather like die than be devoured by these women
2: oh he was talking about something i think he was that's when he was trying to get into dracula's room the second time to try and find the key but then he ends up getting trapped in dracula's room Mm -hmm. and that's when he's writing and he can't get out and he's sort of just trapped in this castle because he does oh yeah that also confused me that Harker just starts scaling the castle walls yeah. himself.
0: Yeah, he like just figures it out. He's like, yeah. Oh, I watched this lizard man <laughs> climb down the wall. I'm going to do the exact, exact same thing. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like a
2: guy who watches a YouTube video of parkour once and he's like, Oh, <laughs> parkour, I totally parkour. can do this.
0: But so we now know that Dracula's on the way to London because, as with all great horror films and episodes of Doctor Who, everybody just wants to fuck with London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that takes us to our next section which we finally leave Harker's journal behind and we start to go into a lot of different letters and telegrams. Our world expands quite a bit. We meet a lot of other characters starting with Harker's fiance uh, Mina Murray. Mm -hmm. And she is a schoolmistress and she and her good friend Lucy are corresponding. So we find out that She's misses she doesn't know where Jonathan is it's very stressful um Lucy got three proposals in one day oh my god lucky Lucy um and one of the guys that proposed to her she talks him she talks about this like it's like oh and he has a record player and a bike he has his own lunatic asylum <laughs> so that's Dr. Seward who we will
2: Dr. More Seward uh, yeah. we have our friend Quincy from America Texas, from Texas, who yeah. is a brilliant. I mean, I think it's written in the beginning that it's as if he does an amazing like Texas accent or like hillbilly impression. Basically, yeah. it is. But he also just acts like the dumb American in all of these. Yeah, in, uh, like every British. Yeah. Story. It's uh, sort of implied by
0: Lucy that all of his like Texasisms are done because she, they he knows that she thinks it's funny. Right. But also, he just <laughs> is that way. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Arthur, who I don't know what his he's, job is, but his job is to be Lucy's lover. He's and
2: she—he's the proposal that she, she accepts. accepts. Yeah.
0: Yes, um, we also know that Lucy's mom is uh, she has a heart disease, and so she's a shock could kill her because right. I guess that's how heart disease yeah. works.
2: But Lucy does not know that.
0: She does know that. I thought she didn't. That's why she tries to keep everything about her stuff secret from her mom. Oh, okay. Um but they're they're in Whitf- Whitby. Whitby, yeah, Whitby. which is that in a like seaside a section of town. London or no, like a it's, suburb? Sub, it's outside of London. Okay. It's by the it's by the sea and they're there to like recover their health or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, just relax, out. I guess. Uh so she's there and um she starts sleepwalking. Lucy mm-hmm. starts Lucy is like your classic blonde, blue-eyed. He her hair is like sun ripples of sun mm-hmm. on the pillow, whatever. Um she starts sleepwalking around. And everyone's like, oh, what is this happening? And then a ship crashes. And that's when we get one of the newspaper articles, which yes. we, which, which is another way the story is told. And uh, it's the world's longest newspaper article. <laughs> it's told from a first-person point of view, which seems like a weird way to deliver news to me. Yeah. But the ship crashes, it and... It was the uh,
2: original Gonzo Journalism. <laughs>
0: yeah, a dog, a giant dog leaps off of the ship. Also,
2: there is a corpse uh, tied, what, tied to the, to the, the mast, wheel. the masthead of the... Oh, the steel, wheel, the wheel, yeah. Steer.
0: yeah. Yeah. Tied to the, tied to the, to the helm with a rosary. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a little journal in a bottle on him so people can read it. And it's about how, this is also, this, like, this section of the ship's log, like, I would have been happy with this as a short story on its own, which is this ship is coming from Transylvania via Russia, and just members of the crew start to disappear without a trace throughout the journey. They just go on watches, and they can't, find, like people just start to fall off the ship. but They don't hear them. They don't see them. They can't find any trace of them. Someone's like, oh, there's a stranger on board. He's tall and thin and has red eyes. And they look for the stranger and they don't find him. And they're like, that's creepy. One of you is just a murder- murdering psychopath. We're all doing like pair watches. But people still disappear. I thought it was so creepy. I it was
2: good. It. it was really creepy. I will yes. also point out that this is uh, another part of the story where uh, you get the real real strong class system in. Because all the... although. Ship laborers, I'm assuming the ship hands. Well, the <laughs> oh, they're not sailors, because sailor applies just sort of frivolity to me. I don't know. Oh, workers <laughs> on this boat. Uh, boat but, workers. but they live below the deck, and they, which I'm assuming they, so they're like sleeping where, with the Dracula boxes. Um, and they know before anyone else, they're like, this is, this ship is bad <laughs> news. Like, we gotta get off this ship. These boxes are cursed. Like, none of this is good but then all like the captain and the first mate are like oh these silly laborers they're just you know yeah. full of crap like it takes
0: the captain who is tied who's the guy tied to the helm with the rosary until he ties himself to the rosary like two days before he dies <laughs> to acknowledge that any of this is true or <laughs> happened because then he finally sees Dracula who he refers to with a capital H him and he's like i finally seen him but i know he can't get to me if i have this cross uh this so this was
1: my favorite yeah. part from uh, what we read because it everything we've learned from the first part, like really comes to fruition from what we see on this boat. And like, we know what's going on. And I also loved before the boat comes in, they're like hanging out in the cemetery with these like weirdos from Whitby that uh, Bram Stoker writes about in like the weirdest way. Like it's almost, I have the Wordsworth edition and I had to keep turning to the back because it was like, uh, let's see, one of the words they used, uh, was, uh, flesh muscle and, it's, it's uh, feet folk. And it's like, I don't know what any of this means. And that all happens, like, before the boat comes in, because they're like, eh, weird storm a- coming I'll be dead soon, though. Like, I, this was my, I, I could just, I want to see, a like, a Hulu TV series called, like, Whitby, and it's just the town as Dracula's, like, showing
2: up.
0: That's I would watch that so much. Yeah. I thought this section these sections were with the old the old guys who like to chill in the graveyard. <laughs> well I love the old guy who mocked to
2: death. He's yes. like, ah, death, you can't get me. Huh?
0: My favorite thing is his word for ghosts, which is air blebs. <laughs> yep, it's an air
2: bleb. That's yeah. what it is good description <laughs> yeah
0: uh the, they but then that guy the guy who is mocking death he dies fairly soon after the ship crashes yeah, yeah and it is implied perhaps that he has a look of terror on his face and um mina writes about it like maybe he was just so scared of death but he was probably just really scared of dracula <laughs> yeah yeah my question is so lucy starts sleepwalking presumably because she's trying to like be there for dracula like in her unconscious mind that's oh interesting but why did Dracula pick Lucy? How, why did he decide to come to London? I mean, he could have gone to Moscow. That's a big city. Like, why did it have to be London? Why did it have to be Lucy?
2: Uh, well, I think it's Lucy because, as you said, she is the classic uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, sort of uh, naive, uh, you know, uh, protagonist in the horror movie where she's just, you know, that's her fate. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a type of person, you're just going to be the target of the murderous <laughs> living undead. Um London, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm assuming it's because Bram Stoker was writing in uh, England yeah. or the United Kingdom.
0: Another thing that I just want to talk about, because apparently the reason he's into Lucy is just because why wouldn't anyone, everyone's into Lucy. She proposals got proposals rem- on one day. True, yeah. And all those dudes are still hanging around, <laughs> literally giving her their blood. <laughs> that's the
2: weirdest. Should we talk? So. Eventually, it moves back to. Are they still in Whippy?
0: They they go back and forth between they go Whippy back to, and her home, like right. where she lives outside. Because of Lucy
2: gets bitten by Dracula, which yeah. Mina sees <sighs> as she's going to fetch her after Lucy has escaped their room
0: sleepwalking, sleepwalking.
2: and she's sitting on their in you know, the cemetery. their their bench because they hang out in the cemetery so much <laughs> they have a bench. Yeah, um, and she sees this red-eyed man hovering and like bending over and like doing stuff around her neck, clearly biting her, um, and then. He disappears and she brings her back and you know that happens. And then they're walking around Whippy again and Lucy sees, she says, Look at that red-eyed man again. And like that's the thing, is everyone keeps noticing Dracula's red eyes before they know he's bad. And they just think, Oh, how peculiar. <laughs> he has red eyes. Yeah, that signifies evil. You do know? what? <laughs> I
0: think it is a class thing is that Dracula presents as very upper class. Mm-hmm. He's like a gentleman. So so
2: they overlook his red eyes. Well,
0: it's like when, so when Lucy gets bit by the vampire, she starts to be, she, she and Dracula have this thing now that he just is slowly draining her of all of her blood. She has to get several transfusions and she gets them from All of her uh, proposers, her actual fiancé, and the doctor, Van Helsing. (laughs) Yeah, Van Helsing shows up. Van Helsing shows up. Van Helsing is friends with John Seward, who is the lunatic asylum doctor. Oh, we
2: have to talk about Renfeld, but we we, we can. Uh,
0: But, so, he's there, and he... Van Helsing seems to be the one who kind of knows what's going on, but can't tell anyone. He's, like, he brings in all this garlic surrounds her room with it like tries to keep her neck safe whatever but everyone is so dumb (laughs) that they keep fucking it up and like her mom is like oh it smelled so weird in there i just threw all that garlic away Uh, and i opened all the windows because why not uh so eventually lucy's mom is sleeping in the room with her and a wolf bursts through the window and lucy's mom dies she finally has a heart attack on top of lucy but what what happens there is then John Seward is like, oh, let's make sure there's no inquest. I'm just going to say she had a heart attack. It's like, okay, I guess she technically did, but you need to investigate this. And he just wants to shield this upper class family from scrutiny. which I think is part of the reason that Dracula, when people meet him at first, are probably like, oh, well, you know, money covers all sins, whatever. Yeah.
2: All his yeah. gold. All All those gold. So This, this is gold.
1: where, again, like um, the mythos is kind of confusing because in our general accepted idea of Dracula and vampires, you have to invite them in for them to be able to come in. So the wolf can break in because it's just like directed by Dracula and it can just like burst through. But every time we see like the bat like keeps like banging against the window, if the window was open, would he just be able to enter? Has Lucy been inviting him in? Like, this is where all the Dracula in pop culture and then reading it is like, is this part of this story or is this part of the myth like been added on later?
0: Well, it's never really clear that he even goes in or that it's kind of like she just leans out of the window. Is that what, is that where
1: she's getting, she's like, I'm going to look outside in the middle of the night. And that's when he like sucks on her neck. I totally missed that.
0: Yeah. Well, she's, Sleepwalking, So she doesn't yeah. even know. And like, As she's dying, because, spoiler alert, Lizzie dies. Um, sort of. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Quote, unquote, dies.
0: So they keep trying to save her and giving her all these blood transfusions, et cetera, et cetera. But she eventually dies. But her sleeping self is very anti the garlic, is apparently, like, has a voluptuous voice <laughs> that they've never heard before. And her waking self is, like, clutching the garlic like a teddy bear and being like, save my fiancé. So there's part of her that is already becoming this a yeah. little bit more illicit.
2: Sleepwalking Lucy uh, wants Dracula. Yes.
0: Yeah. Sleepwalking Lucy is into it. Um uh,
2: I also don't know, I mean, this might be making up the mythos, but once, because Dracula bites her for the first time outside the house mm-hmm. in the cemetery, once he bites you, can he just sort of go wherever he wants in your house? Like, can he just come in?
0: No, he has to, you have to according to the mythology, even, you have even, to invite them even Even
2: if you've been bitten already? Yes. The okay. biting has nothing to do with the inviting. Okay. Slogan. <laughs> <laughs> <So good>. Biting <laughs> has nothing to
0: do with inviting. <laughs>
2: there um, should we talk about van helsing because yes. he's a he's, he seems like he's uh being built up to be dracula's chief rival in this story yes
0: yeah, so i think you're right
2: and uh, i because i but it's surprising to me because i find van helsing useless <laughs> and humorless in this first first part of the book he literally tells everyone multiple times that he does not jest uh that there is no jesting with him he will not take it and his whole deal is Ben Helsing knows what's going on almost immediately, but he refuses to tell anyone. He he constantly turns to Seward and says, "This is really bad. I can't tell you why, but it's really bad, and you'll see." It's like, "Ben Helsing, you know we're dealing with the undead and like Satan himself. You should probably start saying something, raising some alarms."
0: I guess I kind of get it because everyone will listen to him except for Lucy's mom who's just dumb, uh, without asking any questions, and I'm like we live in a world where if you say, in this book, are we in a world, obviously you're in a world where if you say to an Englishman, oh, it's the undead, witches, Satan, werewolves, you will lose your eternal soul. They're like, I'm still going to go to the castle. True. So Van Helsing might think that if he told them that no one would believe him, and then he would end up in the lunatic asylum, and how could he help
2: there? You know? But he literally says, the first time he visits, he turns to Seward and he says, this is no jest, but life and death, perhaps more, <laughs> and then he just leaves. And he's like, all right, see you later. This is more than life or death, but I gotta go. Well, cool. I'm you so into Kelsey him.
1: Cool. Uh, I, I like. All right, so tell me what when when because he's definitely different than how he is in popular culture now. What what is your like mind picture of him when you're reading this book?
2: Hmm. Like Jeffrey uh, Rush. Oh God. Yes. That's pre- actually
1: pretty. Think like what I've got in my head. Uh, <laughs>
2: pulling that up just to like. Uh. Just like. <laughs> That's just like this old bespectacled <laughs> man. I don't know.
0: I'm picturing like a super fit but giant Belgian man.
2: Oh, interesting. You yeah. think he's you th- so? You think he could he could take on Dracula in a fight?
0: Well, I don't think he could take on Dracula in a fight. But he's like he's like a fit guy, but old. He's like so- maybe in his late fifties, early sixties. But he's someone who obviously has spent a lot of his time being fit and so Jeffrey
1: Rush old, and King, King Speed, okay. you know, because I'm looking at this and <laughs> I pulled yeah. up the image and this is know. almost exactly like this guy's maybe like slightly more British than this dude, but I so every time. We see the writing from Van Helsing himself. I'm like, oh my God, can this guy like finish a sentence? He takes him forever to say anything. He doesn't say anything. But when Seward is writing about him, I'm like, this guy's the coolest. Now I do think there is a part of why I love him is I'm transferring like my hopes and dreams into him. Like I have a bookshelf of like ghost <laughs> books and like poltergeists and like how to fight a werewolf. So I very much want to be a Van Helsing where it's like, there's things in this world you don't know about. And I've devoted my life to knowing about the things that go bump in the night so that I can (laughs) save you. So like, I'm definitely, I I think there's definitely a little bit of just like hero projection where it's like, I want to be Van Helsing so bad. No one will listen to me, but I've got the answers. I know about the garlic, you idiots. Like, so I'm very into Van Helsing (laughs) when anyone else talks about him. I do think it's hilarious though, how much Arthur uh, it's Arthur, right? The uh, Lucy's husband, or husband-to-be. Yeah. Uh, how much he, like, yeah. hates Van Helsing, but we all have to pretend he's, like, totally down with him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Van Helsing's got some weird reverence for uh, yeah. the blood of a healthy man. Yeah. He, like... The only thing that can help Lucy, but all like has to be a different man every time.
0: Well, it's because they all have been giving blood a lot. It's not because like one person's blood is better. Though it is weirdly classist that he he, doesn't think that the maids can give blood. Right. And he he, sees
2: the preference originally is for Arthur. It's like the blood of her lover will restore her. And then it's like well what about this guy who was almost her lover well this book is about blood yeah everybody's drinking each other's blood in some way
0: or and like get transfusing blood each other's blood yeah. and it's it's about that kind of closeness i think it is this victorian stand-in for sex scene oh absolutely Yeah, like oh when uh, she after she gets arthur's blood transfusion too she's like oh you so close to me also yeah. this is before anyone knew about <laughs> blood types so right yeah that's like up. yeah Lucy actually probably didn't die. Yeah, she probably
2: didn't get killed by Dracula. She probably had, like, uh, yeah, rejected the blood.
0: (laughs) Well, so Lucy dies. That's where we're going to stop plot-wise, but we have a couple of other things to talk to. So she dies, maybe, but they all notice in death, like, wow, the color seems to be coming back into her cheeks and her teeth are so shiny (laughs) and pointy. Strange. But before we we talk about that a little bit, uh, we should take take a couple of steps back and talk about one of the inmates of the lunatic asylum. Ah, uh, yes, yeah,
2: Seward's lunatic asylum. Yes,
0: his favorite patient, Renfield, who is a, a
2: zoophage or Which something. Seward makes up, I yeah. think,
0: is a word. Where he. He wants to, uh, he's like, He's no one, it's not clear who put him in this asylum or why he's there, but he's there, and he has pets, and his pets are first at first flies. And then he starts feeding the flies to spiders to multiply the spiders, and then he starts feeding the spiders to birds to multiply <laughs> birds, and then he wants a cat. And you're yeah. like, I bet I can guess why you want that cat. <laughs> Wait,
2: Stuart, well, he starts eating the birds, right? Well,
0: after he, he's not allowed to get the yeah. cat, he just eats the birds raw.
2: Yes, yeah. but then Seward almost says, he says something like, Ooh, I want to get this guy a cat now to see if he'll eat the cat cuz this is definitely publishable. That yeah. Stewart literally says like that was the that was the stereotype of the academic doctor even like 120 years ago like this guy will let a, a patient eat a cat cuz it's publishable.
0: Well, he's also he's also like, "Oh, vivisection was totally shitty, but didn't we all learn a lot? Like didn't we all learn a lot from vivisection, which is um incredible." So this guy, his his idea is like he wants to consume as many lives as he can. So he wants to eat like a king. Predator. Right, because he keeps
2: he keeps track of all the lives he yeah, eats. Yeah. Or all the lives that his pets eat, and then he eats so he gets to absorb all the lives and suddenly,
0: like so Dracula comes to the UK and suddenly this guy Starts to have these like psychotic breaks where he runs to the crypt, like a crypt and starts knocking on the door and is like my master. Also, this <laughs> lunatic
2: asylum has terrible security. He breaks out like four times. They just like put him in a room with an open window. I know. The guy who's escaped multiple times is like, sure, you can go back to your room. We'll leave the window open. Yeah, and
0: he stabs Seward with a penknife and drinks his blood. And they're like, yeah, put him back in the regular room.
2: He's but, been on good behavior.
0: But somehow this guy knows. He he keeps saying my master, my master my master bring me in my master and my master my master has rejected me whatever there are certain times of day where he feels better or worse and it all seems to revolve around Dracula in some way but we don't know what it is
2: Ren- Renfield thinks it's a religious thing right I or,
0: think Renfield like maybe someone on this podcast do
2: wants we all want to be vampires
1: oh. <laughs> oh but don't you guys want to live forever you, <laughs> yeah, <they're> just...
2: <laughs> I mean Dracula has sort of a sweet life I guess <laughs> he has a ton of old gold hangs boat, out. With... I I think it could be worse
0: why he wants to go to London? Just read books alone in your cool castle, dude. No, isn't the point of
2: life just to, like get enough money to buy a castle? Why is he Why is he property in London? He needs like an apartment. He needs a flat. <laughs> he bought a house, a giant crumbling house. Oh right, right, right. And like we've read, we've read the correspondence from the like it's like the moving company or something yeah. between them. We're like, just put the boxes in the crumbling chapel and leave them there.
0: And they're like, we did it. Thanks, bye. Thanks for the check. Man,
2: life was simpler yeah. back then, huh? <laughs>
0: First part we have all this super creepy strange thing. i want to
2: read the end the end um dialogue because yes. it's really good so lucy has just died essentially quote-unquote uh-huh. died and um seward says ah well poor girl there is peace for her at last it is the end and then van helsing turned to me and said with grave solemnity not so alas not so <laughs> it is only the beginning which is an amazing way to end the chapter. And also one of classic Van Helsing's classic, this is more than death, but I can't tell you why. Because Seward then says, when I asked him what he meant, he only shook his head and answered, we can do nothing as, y- as yet. Wait and see. Ah, it is only the beginning that this woman has died. But I, you're not going to tell me. Okay, I get it.
0: I, I remember from when I read this in sixth grade, Uh, An extremely, like, at the time, to me, affecting image that happens after Lucy's death. So I'm excited for us to get to it. Oh, yeah. But before we do that, it's time to play our favorite game. And also very appropriate for this book, The Die of Death. Yeah. That's when we roll a six-sided die, and the die determines what kind of game we're going to play with this book. It'll be really fun. We can either play Wow, This Got Racist or Sexist, Who Goes Nazi, Would You Rather, Pitch the Bad Gritty Reboot, Write a Three-Sentence Fanfic, and Who Dies slash Who Bangs. Right. Uh, who wants to go first? I've decided that now we will all get one roll. Okay. Great. We, will play, we will play the game. Claire, we will roll. Sadly, free, not. I assume you did not acquire your own. Um, well, we'll let we'll let you oh, go great. first as all our right. guest. But Ben is going to roll for you. Give me a good right, roll.
2: Claire. You get. Uh... Ooh, you get a six.
0: So you can predict oh, who man. dies and who bangs.
1: So is Quin- is Quincy Moore still alive? The that's the Texan, right? Okay, uh, he's definitely going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, Bram yeah, Stoker's so even do. like, Absolutely. he has Seward at some point say something like, If the Americas have more men like this, they're gonna do great things. But you can really feel that Bram Stoker's like, Fuck you, America. I don't like you. You don't like me. So Quincy Moore's definitely gonna die. And he's probably gonna like do it like he's gonna be like in full hillbilly voice, like, Oh gosh, dollar no, that or Dracula! Um. <laughs> So he's going to die. <laughs> uh, who's going to bang? Uh, now, are we saying it's actual sex? Are we saying like, oh, we get a sexy blood sucking scene because.
0: That's OK. Like that's acceptable. Yeah, that's. The let's see. In the yeah, I that is think
1: uh, the sexiest sexy scene is going to be uh, Arthur. Uh, it's going to be Mina. Mina, No, Lucy. Lucy's the dead girl. I get them so confused because they have no personality, really, yeah. either of them, uh, as drawn by Stoker. I, I like, I like oh, Mina really? slightly more, but we really don't know anything about them. Uh, Lucy comes back and is like, Arthur, I'm alive. And he's like, what? How is this possible? And then she like sucks his blood and it's like super hot, you know, like, like super hot. <laughs> that's that's my prediction is like is your arthur's prediction? turned and then van helsing's like there and he's like no arthur what are you doing she's dead and has long teeth and he's like you know what van helsing i have had it up to here she was dying and i had to like kiss her forehead i'm gonna take this and then like that's gonna be you know towards the very end so yeah i think it's gonna be uh lucy comes back we get a sexy sexy blood sex scene and then Van Helsing is like, but he still won't tell Arthur why it's a bad thing. He's like, well, tell me why. Why is it bad that she's back with long teeth? He's like, oh, I will tell you, but I have to go to Amsterdam first.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that seems very that's accurate exact- to me. That, I'm sure,
0: this seems really possible. I'll
1: Wire for me really, in three really days possible. and I'll return and then we'll start to get to the bottom of things.
0: <laughs> Paid by the word. Paid by the word. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I have yeah. no idea. All right, Ben, your turn.
2: Three. Okay, would, would you, you rather, rather. anyone okay. can
0: answer, but you can answer first. Okay. No, if, but Claire, if you have any would you rathers, you can contribute. Number one, would you rather be eaten by wolves like the woman outside of Dracula's castle or oh, yeah. by the three vampire brides?
2: Uh, <laughs> three vampire brides,
0: honestly. <laughs> Rem Stoker made himself super hot. <laughs> I'm oh dirtbag cast. <laughs> <laughs> Claire, do you have a feeling about Definitely
1: that? Vampire Brides, because, again, that scene was hot as hell. And two, then there's a chance I turn into a vampire and we hang out forever. That's also super cool. Eaten by wolves, it's just like, that's painful and sad. <laughs> all
0: right, one more would you rather. Two more, actually, for me. Um, would you rather fight Dracula in human, dog, or bat form?
2: Does he stay in these forms? Yeah,
0: he stays in the <laughs> same then one.
2: Then bat. All. I can just, like, get a broom. I don't know. <laughs>
0: They, he's a giant they bat, they describe him as a.
2: Is he human-sized bat? <laughs> <laughs> or like, what are we talking about? What is a giant bat? Is it a book size? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I've never. I've never really seen a bat. In I person.
0: would. I would assume it's like slightly bigger than like a like a truck wheel. I don't know with its what its wingspan. That's enormous. Yeah, like a bats jackal? are kind of big. What? I thought bats were like. like Some uh, bats are little, but they're big ones too. Like a candle. <laughs> I can't. know. Weird animals, anyway. I think you would lose. Again, uh,
1: lose, lose, war. lose.
0: Even against lose. the bat. Lose, <laughs> lose.
2: I mean, the and bat they can fly. also so sure. like okay.
1: squish okay. themselves the down funny, to like now. the size of a nickel and just like s- like slip under doors and like in corners of buildings that you you know don't think anyone can get in. So bats are definitely terrifying.
2: Also, I have a question: Can Dracula just become a mist? There's a lot of fogs and mists? yeah, there's a lot of messages yeah. in this book where there's like. A bunch of mist comes in through the window, and then Dracula appears. Is that how he materializes sometimes? I oh, know. I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, final. Would
0: you rather for me is? Would you rather eat spiders, flies, or raw sparrows? Oh god, yeah. This is
2: the honestly, this is the creepiest part of the entire book. Well, he for just me. eats the sparrows. Yeah. Oh. Um, I mean, I don't like any of these. Oh movies, but spiders, god, Benjamin.
0: Uh, 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 uh.
2: So like, I, mean, I so you sweaters.
0: would be
1: it would be like a revenge thing, like oh what? take that.
0: Can I? Yeah, maybe that. Can I cook them at all? Can I like, no, no. You have to just do it like Renfield. I
2: can't fry some flies. No, you
0: have to eat just eat them like Renfield.
2: Yeah, I guess. Spiders, I, I guess. Yeah, this is a this is the hardest question for me because I don't know. Not the sparrows. I I can't eat a raw sparrow. I would go.
0: I, we wouldn't you just get salmonella? Uh, yeah.
2: Like, ugh, I don't know. Bird flu. Yeah, probably bird
0: food. I would pick flies, I think.
2: Oh, God. The wings creep creamy out. The oh, legs are worse. My oh. legs
1: are worse. Oh, that's too much. This is all too much. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is, this is right. a terrible question. All right. Great, great, terrible question. You're Jim. welcome.
0: All right, I'm going to roll. Ooh. I got, uh, wow, this got racist or sexist. Great! I have a lot of things to say about that because it does, like a lot of literature from this time period. Um, It's super. I mean, I guess people are still super anti, like any kind of traveler. People in in Europe or the UK, like travelers in Ireland or like the Romani, and there's the 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 gypsy moving company Mm -hmm. that comes to the castle. He's like, oh, they don't speak any languages. They're awful and terrible. And it's like, they probably speak a ton of languages because they travel all the time, actually. (laughs) And maybe they didn't help you because you're a racist. (laughs) Maybe they were like, oh, I guess it's fine if this guy just dies. Um, But it's also super sexist. Like this idea that all the women can't spell and are really weak and that if they know the truth, they would instantly die. Like somehow just knowing a thing would cause them to immediately collapse and fall apart and be dead. And that's terrible. But I do think that there's going to be something going on with Mina because um, she does nurse Jonathan back to health. Yeah,
2: Jonathan with oh, Jonathan <laughs> is alive. Violent brain fever. By the way, which is the craziest <laughs> description of an illness I've ever heard.
0: He's they he like they he, they found him like in a town with yeah nothing. He somehow escapes or something. He I escapes and Mina nurses him back to health and they get married at his bedside.
2: Yeah. So it seems but like they also he won't read his journal and then Mina says, "I love you so much. I'm going to trust you and not read your journal." Yeah. So, which has the answers to what's going on, but nobody wants to read it because this is a horror novel.
0: Right. Because no one wants to know the truth. But I do think Mina's going to do something really cool. And if we had done a gritty reboot category, it would have been all about Mina. Yeah. There's this weird part, though, when, so Lucy is writing a letter to Mina about all the dudes that are proposing to her. And um, she says, she's talking about Quincy, who (laughs) you're right, Claire, is totally a dead man walking. Uh he's such a nice fellow, an American from Texas, and he looks so young and fresh that it seems almost impossible that he has been to so many places and had ha- has had such adventures. I sympathize with poor Desdemona when she had such a dangerous stream poured in her ear, oh. even by a black man. Like, did you read Othello? He is not the villain. Othello is not the villain of Othello. It's Iago who pours the dangerous stream into Desdemona's ear. So it's like you're just like a casually weird racist, Lucy. Yeah, it was a
2: weird aside.
0: Yeah. I was like, what is this? We have our predictions. And we've, I told you about the weird racist aside. Um, you can all ponder whether you would rather eat spi- spiders, flies, or uh, raw sparrows. Oh. And we're going to talk to you next week at the conclusion of Dracula. Let's hope Can't Ben Helsing has some answers for us, finally. <laughs> no, no. If you have any thoughts or feelings or want to answer any questions, you can get at us at canon, that's with two N's, balls with a Z, pod at Twitter. I think only one N. Well, two N's in the entire word of canon. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: not doing in the middle
0: (laughs) carry on anyway you can tweet at us at cannonballs pod uh ben will tweet some obscure sad quote back at you i tweeted
2: a dracula quote yes
0: uh we would love to hear from you answer your questions talk to us about the book um claire thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week
1: uh thank you guys uh i look forward to it just remember keep your windows shut and don't remove your garlic garland while you're sleeping